What do you think of when you hear the word midnight, the hour when supernatural aspects of life make themselves known? The hour when loud music pumps from the doorways of clubs, enticing those ready to dance until dawn. The hour when a few rowdy, drunken voices pierce through the otherwise tranquil air. The hour when stag parties pile their way onto the night tram. The hour when the bell tolls. And all throughout this edition, you'll be hearing some of them striking midnight. In this episode of the podcast, we will be exploring the concept of the 12th hour. Join us as we navigate the nighttime scene of the City of a Hundred Spires. I'm Orshi Lidiard. And I'm Andres Cedeno. Welcome to the Progcast. Prague is small in comparison to cities such as New York and Shanghai, but the concept of midnight is universal. At midnight, there are those who party, there are those who work, there are those whom sleep evades. And there are those that commute. The city of Prague is fortunate to have a very reliable public transportation system, including buses, metro, and trams. Riding the tram during the day versus after midnight are two very different experiences. <laughs> While the daytime trams are occupied by everyday people on their way to work, at night they are home to a much more rambunctious crowd. Often at night, one can find many inebriated folk fresh from the bar, and the nighttime crowd is typically of a younger age. We took a ride on some of the night trams to catch a glimpse into the experience of late-night public transportation in Prague. I'm going uh, home. You're going home? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and where are you going home from? I, I was in a pub with, uh, my, with my friend here. And uh, it's, it's quite light. Yes. And uh, my girlfriend is waiting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so so uh, I, I, I need to go to home. I see. <laughs> are, there, um, are there usually other people coming from the pub too? A little drunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you would say so? Do you think it's safe on the trams or on the buses? Or have you ever had any problems? Uh, no, no, not ever any problems with me, but I mean, there are a bunch of drunk heads usually around like Fridays and Saturdays, just, you know, don't interrogate them that much and don't agitate them and then you'll be perfectly okay. You might as well like ride in a smelly tram, but you're riding home, so don't whine about it that much. Yeah. <laughs> While many taking nighttime transportation are heading home for the night, for others, the night is still young. There are many bars and clubs throughout the whole of Prague, which attract both locals and tourists alike. We spoke with some clubgoers to discover how they enjoy nighttime in the city. Prague is a notorious party city. From stag to bachelor parties, if you're on the streets past midnight, 
you're more than likely to find an open bar and even more open people. Uh, hi, I'm John, I'm here from Prague and I'm gay. You can call John by his Czech nickname, Hansa, or if you're lucky enough to catch a late night show, Harley, his drag alter ego. When I'm in the mood like today, I just want to party, I'm, yeah, I love the night rock. John might seem like a confident queen at night, but at day he's more reserved. <clears throat> I'm completely fine with holding hands with someone in public during day, but I still have like some kind of stigma. It's not fear, it's just like, I don't like it like kissing in public, you know? It's just like, even, even if I was straight, thank God I'm not. It's not just PDA. Czech queer people have been forced to adopt nocturnal habits. Gays, even in, uh, mostly in Czech Republic, we are still not so accepted. So it's still like, we, we are like vampires. We come at night because no one can mostly see us. But for some of these queer vampires, nightlife is where they are finally seen by their community. I have a, bi a bipolar depression and uh, I'm seeing, for me, get contact with uh, people around me, uh, entertain uh, them, uh, inviting to sing karaoke or uh, dating with someone. But Prague nightlife isn't just all about karaoke. For many young queer people, it's an escape from their life back home. Are there clubs where you're from? Clubs are like... Like gay clubs? Nope. In a Kosice. Yeah? <laughs> we met two 20-year-old Slovak bankers enjoying a drink at Friends, one of the gay haunts in Prague. The girl identifies as gay and had to leave Slovakia. The reason why everyone from the LGBT are just no moving but fucking running out from the Slovakia. She has the scars to prove the prejudice. On her neck is carved the word it. Where is that from? From Nazis. What, what do you mean? <laughs> that when you are going out, maybe with your girlfriend, hands in hands, mm -hmm. and someone doesn't like it, so it'll be fun. What? This is Slovakia. This is fucking Slovakia. This is the life of queer people in Prague, both full of revelry and tragedy. Resigned be the most free when the sun goes down. For some, midnight is not a time of rest, it's a time of work. Just one occupation that thrives at night is that of the street performer. For a street performer, audience is everything. He will want to work when others are not, and when there are viewers, both Czech and tourist galore. Prague is an epicenter of culture and art, so it is no wonder it is a playground for young artists and performers. While many are busy and must work during the day, performers like Peter Messo have the opportunity to shine at night. 
plays beautiful piano pieces in the middle of Old Town Square, his piano decorated with shining Christmas lights. I'm a street musician, I'm playing the piano on the square. And you were playing several different types of pieces. One that I noted was the Moonlight Sonata. Why do you think uh, you played that tonight? Uh, I play it actually every, every night, uh, sometimes even during the day, because I think um, uh, Moonlight Sonata perfectly fits the atmosphere of Prague, and the people like it. It's really like a requested uh, piece, so yes, that's, I have like two reasons for playing that. <laughs> Do you think that Prague is different during the nighttime as opposed to the day, like specifically Old Town Square? Yes, specifically Old Town Square, yes. Uh, for me, Prague looks more beautiful with all the lights, and uh, I, I like to watch lights, and uh, not just in the center, but also like uh, along the river and, you know, uh, the bridges and everything. It looks like when if you are in a fairy tale. So, yes, with all, this, all the buildings, with the lights, it's, it's fantastic, so, yeah. How late do you stay out playing the piano? We have to actually finish at 9 p.m., so I can't play longer than until uh, 9 p.m., so I usually play for two hours, then I go home, so. <laughs> if there wasn't the quiet hour policy, do you think you would play longer? I would love to, yeah. There, there was a time where we used to play until 9.30 p.m., so, yes, definitely. The 9, ta uh, nine time is the best time. You know, with all the drunk people and stuff. <laughs> Speaking of drunk people, do you have any funny stories that happened while you were playing once? Yeah, every day, every day. But uh, usually, you know, and especially in winter time, when people are drunk, you know, they just listen and uh, sometimes they are bothering you or just dancing on, or whatever. You know, it's, it's usually really funny. Even with the drunk uh, homeless people or drunk normal people. Yeah, it's always, always interesting. <laughs> Though the country's quiet hours policy has made it difficult for musicians to stay out late, performers such as Peter have managed to capture a spirit of midnight magic with their brief time. seems to come alive the most at night, in Prague 1, the centre of the city, the quiet hour policy comes into effect, not at 10, but at 9pm. Municipal police begin patrols, making sure that the city maintains a relative level of quiet and that the peace of the nighttime is not disturbed. Ben Petter, an English resident of the Czech Republic, lives in Prague 1, a few hundred metres from the old town square. Throughout the day, and especially come the evening, his experience living near so much hustle and bustle has made life for him and his family much more interesting. I live in Josefov, so in the old Jewish quarter, on a fairly quiet sort of side, well, 
it's not a quiet street for tourism. There's a lot of tourists come down there because it's the it's the street runs that runs next to the old Jewish cemetery, and also very very close to a couple of the old synagogues that are very popular with tourists. So we get a lot of tourists down our street, and um, and it's but it's right next to a one a, a street with trams. So we don't. It's, the, the biggest issues for noise are more traffic, to be honest, rather than people. So can you tell me what your ideal quiet is? Your level of quiet that you like in your neighborhood. I think the level of quiet for us would be where we could have the windows open and watch TV. Simply that, um, without having without having to close windows because we can't hear properly because of the noise from outside, and that can be challenging at times. So, in the one thing about Prague buildings, which I'm has always impressed me, is that they're very well organised for cold weather. Um, so, compared with my country, where it, particularly windows, for example, tend not to be that all that good, often, with old buildings. Um, you quite often get a lot of draft and noise coming through windows, whereas here we've got double windows in across the whole of the street-facing part of the flat. In fact, the whole flat, because it's, um, and it's mainly to do with the weather rather than the noise, but it's, they're pretty good at keeping the noise out as well. So do you have a story or an anecdote about one time that the it got a little too loud or at night time? Yeah. The, the, the main issues actually for noise have been not to do with kind of groups of people, it's been to do with individuals. So we've, we've had a few issues with individual drunk people on the street or actually in the building itself um, coming up through the stairwell of people not being able to get it, you know, drunk people not being able to get into their flat or losing their keys or being in the wrong building completely um, or trying to knock on a friend's door and the friend not answering the door, that kind of stuff. We've had quite a bit. So the other the other major kind of noise issue we've got, I, I guess, is about, um, I, you might have seen these around Prague, these kind of I call them beer wagons, you know, these these kind of things that people cycle, eight or ten people cycling in in and around a kind of central bar, and these kind of vehicles move through the streets very, very slowly, holding up all the traffic, often making a lot of noise. So, yeah, we have that those coming down our street quite a lot. Have you ever had to complain or call about this? Uh, we've only complained... We've complained... Um, yeah, we've, we've twice called the police... Um, but actually not from street noise level, uh, street level noise. It's been about people in the building. So we've, we've twice had drunk people in the stairwell of our building making loads and loads of noise um, where we, it got so bad that we ended up calling the police. So you have a Czech wife yes. and she's grown up in the Czech Republic? She's grown up in Prague, she's yeah. grown up in Prague, so she's yeah. very used to this lifestyle. Yeah. Is there any sort of disparity you notice between how she views the quiet hours versus how you view it growing up in uh, England? I think she's less tolerant of it than me, actually. I, I think she's, um, she didn't grow up in the middle of town. She grew up in Prague 9, Visachani, which was a, a quiet place as well. So she didn't, I wouldn't say she's hugely used to noise, and she's not, definitely not used to the volume of tourists coming through where we live. Um, so I think she's, she, if anything, she's less, less tolerant of it than me. So whenever we have had noise, she's been the one who's been calling the police, not me. <laughs> Obviously, Prague's popularity has created a much more lively yet boisterous environment. It remains to be seen how the Quiet Hours policy will respond to the private lives and matters of tourists and locals, especially after dark. But if there is one thing that Ben has taught us, it is that so long as there are people, there will always be noise. While this may be Bohemia and not Transylvania, 
there is still no lack of the supernatural, but in this case, they are witches instead of vampires. Believe it or not, there is actually a shop catering to witches here in Prague. We headed there to find out more. My name is Michaela. I'm 26 years old and I was nurse and now I'm working in a witch shop and I'm happy. <laughs> we help people see their inner problems and the truth. When it gets yeah. dark. Yeah. Uh, is there any power in that, do you think? Uh, are there any rituals you do at night or...? Sometimes. Do you practice like like the Wicca way? Like what's what you what? Do yeah, you I um, I started with Wicca. Yeah, it's it's the base. Yeah. So do people come into the store when they have like problems in their life mm -hmm. and they're like, how do you fix it? Then if they do, like about like love life or about work or about stress. Everything. Everything. Yeah. Everything. Laugh relationships, money, um, health, everything. People come in here with everything. And do you see your, <clears throat> yourself as kind of like a healer? You kind of help these people heal? Yeah. Uh, I think that I'm uh, still nurse, <laughs> but in here. <laughs> what, do you, what do you say to people who get like scared from it then? A lot of people go to the doors and go away <laughs> because they scare because a lot of people uh, see pentagram and uh, they they said oh my gosh they are uh, satanists and yeah and that it's not true because uh, pentagram and these things the black uh, black car is for protection I don't uh, eat uh, small children. Nighttime in Prague may not be reminiscent of that in a bustling metropolis, but it has its own unique charms. From clubs to trams, or silence to the supernatural, Prague has shown us its side of midnight. That's it for this edition of the podcast. It was brought to you by Dylan Yosifat, Chase Newman, Patricia Weir, Jenny Levine, Jasmine Nicole Jackson, and Tor Yatko. And special thanks to our editor Rob Cameron. I'm Andres Sedeno. And I'm Orshi Lidiard. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and SoundCloud where you can listen to all our previous podcasts. Have a good night.